transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying, you little giants, we've been defying. Rice. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all in once the coin guitars. Got the pound of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hey, me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good. So are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said, let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, what up, YouTube? Welcome to this Fearless Friday rendition of the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast right here on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and Apple. All brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and tell them the main slapdick sent you. Get 50% off welcome bonus. NBA Finals Game game 4 tonight. 2-1 2-1 Boston lead. I picked uh, Golden State in seven originally. Then I changed it to six. Uh, I don't see them winning in six anymore. So this is a straight-up fucking toss-up. Um, one day Boston looks old. The next day Golden State looks old. Go ahead and head on over to betonline.ag. Believe, promo code, believe, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off deposit. Bet tonight. NHL hockey, Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, all that's going on this weekend. Heavy sports weekend. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Uh, Appreciate everybody coming in on in on YouTube. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, Got a lot to discuss, lots to discuss. Uh, Nurse Court finally made it. She finally understood the time change and the different time zones in this great American landscape. We live in three time zones, Eastern, Pacific, and Central Standard. We also have Mountain Time Zone. But, you know, nobody really uses Mountain Time Zone because it's kind of in the middle of fuck sticks nowhere. So that's like that one-hour time zone that no one really fucking discusses over there in, like, Colorado and shit. But, you know, we uh, Nurse Court finally made it out there in Louisiana or wherever she is. And... Uh, Shout out to her coming in. Shout out to you becoming a member of Nurse Court. Appreciate you. Followed us over from Twitter. Uh, appreciate her and everyone else joining us here on the 10th of June. Fuck, we're already at June 10th, 2022. Uh, Lucy joined us. Um, Eddie Miniweather, of course, is in the house. Um, and we got all the regular slap dicks, um, which I appreciate all you guys coming on in. So. Appreciate it. Uh, we try to make this show as cold as the dope game, JC. Uh, it is what it is. So appreciate everybody coming on over. Uh, years flying by. It is. Seems like every year gets faster and faster. Just 
kind of inevitable. Time's a thief. Um, you're just a day closer to death. That's all I'm fucking here to tell you. Sorry. Coach, you're so negative. No, it's actually the truth. You're one day closer to death. It's actually literally the fucking truth. So it's not negative. <laughs> See, you motherfuckers don't, can't decipher the difference, man. I'm, I'm sorry that you guys can't. But anyway, man, uh, head on over. Use a, Check out my coach or my, my apparel line and my whiskey. Um, the apparel is actually selling, man, pretty good. So I appreciate everybody that does go on over there. CoachJBStore.com. You can buy the whiskey right there. Boom, it is fire. The vodka's dropping soon. And then all the great T-shirts, hoodies, short-sleeve hoodies, hats, visors. You can get my book and a poster personalized by me, autographed, etc. Um, and you can get some trucker hats, snapbacks, visors, uh, boy shorts for the females. Um, and, uh, you know, we got it all. You got the visors right there. You got the mesh visor and the regular visor. And then you got the black and pink boy short. So, females, you could go on over. There's four different options of visors. So, go check it out. And uh, I appreciate for any delays in shipping. We've had some issues. The owner of the company actually was out uh, for a minute. So, we apologize. Uh, he's back on it. We're getting the orders fulfilled. So, I appreciate the patience. It will get to you. Quality is pretty good shit. And, obviously, you can pick nine quotes on the back of any of these. So, head on over to CoachJBStore.com. And check it out. Um, lots to discuss today, man, on this Fearless Friday. Have no fear. JB is here. I will set you free. If you can't handle the truth, I'll set you free. Um, cigars will be coming very soon, okay? We're in the middle of working on that. Uh, we've had a thousand different delays and a bunch of different bullshit happen. So we're in the mix of fixing that. Um but let me get you started with the quote of the day, all right? We're going to start off with the quote of the day. I made this up today, all right, by the way, because I was just thinking. It was great to hear somebody say today is the best day. Well, is it the best day? People can't wait for Friday, but accomplish nothing Monday through Thursday and expect the weekend to be great. That's my own quote. Um, I just wanted to, it's actually really more of a like a, a statement of facts, we got too many motherfuckers that on Monday bullshit their way through the Monday. They bitch and moan and suck their teeth about Monday. And then they sit there and talk to all their their fellow fucking employees and people and just say, I can't wait till Friday. I can't wait till Friday. But you do nothing Monday through Thursday. And then you expect the weekend to be fucking fire. It don't work that way because realistically speaking, you just piss down every new opportunity that you would ever, ever create. And you're just going to stay the same. And fucking, believe it or not, insanity is a real fucking thing. It is a real thing. So please stop thinking you can do it over and over and expect a different fucking result. How about you let the weekend's actually be fire because you worked and earned some shit all week and you deserve the weekend fuck everyone just wants that shit handed to them i want i I deserve this vacation no you don't motherfucker what have you done you ain't done shit to deserve no fucking vacation i ain't been on vacation in fucking 30 years 
hey, each his own. If you can go on vacation every fucking two weeks, great. I love seeing... I love seeing... Um, mostly females talk about their birthday. They celebrate their birthday for like nine months out the year. They have a birthday, say it's July 1st, and then they're celebrating... Um, before July 1st, they're, they're, they're celebrating back in April. And then they continue, I continue to see the same post from the same lady about her birthday three months later. I'm like, God damn, you guys have a long birthday. I've, I've literally forgotten my motherfucking birthday before. But each his own. Hey, if you can have it and do it, hey, shit, more power to you. But realistically, you're a one percenter. It's probably less than a one percenter. So it is what it is. I hate birthday. I don't like birthdays. I forget everyone's birthday. I don't know anything. I, I'll forget your birthday in a New York minute. Don't even tell me your birthday. I hate birthday. I don't know my mom's birthday. I don't know fucking. I I have to remember. I have to always write down my mom's birthday and shit. It's like fuck. Um. Oh, Nurse Court has the worst birthday. Her her LSU Tigers have to play Alabama on her birthday every year. <laughs> shit. I've seen people talk about their birthday six months pre they have a birthday. Have you heard about this half birthday shit? That is, it's a whole new concept to me. But apparently you women out there understand it and use it genuinely. Half birthday. Oh, I'm going to Vegas with my girls for my half birthday. I'm like, damn, you you got it good. You, you can celebrate your half birthday. Like, What are we, fucking eight? Are we eight and a half? Holy shit. You're 49 and a half, girl. Ain't nobody gives a fuck about your 49 and a half birthday. You're about to be fucking 50. Just celebrate your 50th birthday. Go out with a fucking smash. And you're one day closer to death, motherfucker. Fuck your 49 and a half birthday. Anyway, man, wanted to drop those positive fucking sweet notes to everyone in here. Uh, Appreciate everybody coming in, man. Uh... Contrary to belief, I got a great one today. I got a great contrary to belief today that I have to share with you fucks because you guys don't get it. Um, these are some terms that a lot of us use every day, all right? And I'm just going to have to break it down and let you know. Contrary to belief, you can't say I'm sorry after you already fucked up. Stop doing it. You are what you are, not what you say you are. Stop saying sorry after you fucked up. Like, motherfucker, don't tell the parents of the person you just killed that you're sorry in court because you're about to do life in jail. No, motherfucker, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Your motherfucking ass is now crying over spilled milk and it's bitch made. It's a bitch-made fucking cat. Whoever says sorry after you already fucked up. Days later, weeks later, months later, you're a liar. You are what you are. Not what we say we are. Stop fucking saying you're sorry. Don't do it. You're a fucking grown-up. You got choices. Make them. You fuck up. Do it on the spot, like myself. If I fucking spit out some false data, I'm going to talk about it right then. You know what? I apologize for fucking spitting out the wrong shit. But I'm not going to do it tomorrow. I'm not going to apologize tomorrow. I'm just going to say I fucked up. (laughs) 
ain't going to apologize for it, though. Um, you can't say no offense after you offend someone. You can't say uh, no offense. Hey, you're a fucking cowardly cunt fuck. No offense. <laughs> I love when I hear that shit. And I saw a dude at a Sam's Club the other day, man. Yesterday, I went to Sam's Club. Hector, what up? Diva, what up? I go to Sam's Club, and this dude's like, Hey, coach, I love you to death, man. Uh, my son loves you. Uh, my wife doesn't really like you. No offense. And I said, and so straight-faced as fuck, I said, Well, I'm offended now because your wife don't like me. And your wife has ass. So... I'm going to check her out now. But anyway, I'm like, dog, don't tell me no offense after the fact, motherfucker. Hey, your wife has ass. No offense. (laughs) How do you think that goes over? I'm just telling you. I literally told him that his wife has ass. No offense. And he walked away. He got hot. See what I'm saying? Like, come on, homie. It's fucking hilarious to me how motherfuckers can say it to you, and then when you throw it at them, motherfuckers lose their mind. It's unbelievable. But his wife had ass, though. I'm, I'm, cur- I'm tripping on this thing. Women, you guys are wearing these. You're buying these yoga pants or these stretchy pants or whatever the fuck they are, right? And it kills me that... Y'all continue to defend the pant and not the action. You have to stop defending these pants like you didn't put the motherfuckers on. Like you didn't have an intention to wear them motherfuckers to get every single motherfucker's dick hard in the place. Stop defending the yoga pant and start putting some onus on yourself. Ladies. You're buying these pants that have like a fucking ring in them that hold your cheeks up. And they're super fucking tight. And you think that it's cool to wear at the gym, working out, fucking in the store. No, it's not. It ain't the pants, ladies. It's the person you put them on. You're lucky I'm not your man. You motherfuckers would be in the baggiest sweatsuit outfits of all time. You would look like Tracy McGrady getting drafted around this motherfucker. You would look like Tracy McGrady getting drafted with some fucking extra wide legs on and be mad at life. No one needs to wear those fucking TikTok pants around your man. It don't make no sense. Why are you wearing them shopping for groceries? I got I got a real shit. Anyway, we'll get to that. Can't say with all due respect after you disrespected the motherfucker. <laughs> hey, dog. With all due with all due respect, your wife has ass. Your wife has ass. With all due respect, <laughs> like is that the get out of jail free word? Like get the fuck out of here, man. I just wanted to clarify, to contrary to belief, you cannot say these three things. You can't say I'm sorry after you fucked up. 
You can't say no offense after you already offended the motherfucker. And you can't say with all due respect and then disrespect the motherfucker. It's they're oxymorons. Shut the fuck up. Stop saying them and be true to your motherfucking self. God damn. Anyway, that's all brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off welcome bonus. Um, I'm rocking a slapdick shirt today. I haven't worn slapdick in a while. You know, that's still my trademarked registered logo. So, you know, I got to represent here and there. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, if you want to apologize, let me ask you, Southern Skeptic, when do you apologize? Like, when? Let's just say you fucked up today. Uh, when do you apologize? Domingo said he lost 200 on bet online. <laughs> well, shit, I've lost thousands on fucking DraftKings and FanDuel. Don't mean I'm not fucking still playing. Um, but anyway, um, Sarah McDonald said, would they be happy if, you say you look terrible in those pants? Probably, Sarah, to be honest. Probably they would. Hey, your, your wife looks horrible in her fucking sweatpants that look like Tracy, Tracy McGrady got drafted. No offense. Like, shit. I don't know. But is it the ass? that is it real ass under these pants, ladies? Or is this a new Lululemon fucking catfish pants? Do they make fish, catfish pants? Because I believe they do. I believe that y'all wear catfish pants. Meaning, you wear these tight-ass shits walking around this motherfucker. I take you home and drop the drawers, and your ass flatlines like a motherfucker just died. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. They gotta be. They're catfish plants. You take them off, motherfucker. I'm like, damn, where'd the ass go? You have that disease. No acetal. You need some fucking pills. Like, what the fuck? What happened to the ass I just saw at Sam's Club that I said no offense to? And all due respect, your wife has ass. Now I have to tell the girl that's naked, with all due respect, lady, you have no acetal. And you wore catfish fucking yoga pants on me, and I'm now fucked. You fucked me figuratively, not literally, because I didn't want to fuck, because your ass was flatlined, and it looked like I fucking died today. God damn. Diving board cheeks. Come on, man. Push-up bras, though. At least if it pushes the cleavage together, you you know you can squeeze the motherfuckers in theory, in li- in real life. So the push-up bra gives you a uh, sense of hope. The 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 catfish ass pants, it it gives you a false sense of reality, which is not because when you take the pants off, the the ass flatlines. And now you have a completely different outlook on this lady. You've been catfishing me with your Lululemons, lady. You should be castrated. (laughs) 
Holy fuck, man. Where did we get off on this shit at? I don't know. I don't even know. It's not even on my script. It's not even on my fucking... My fucking... Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, just is what it is. Fuck. Is what it is. Um... Anyway, Indiana flatback, huh? Shit. Man, I'm telling you. Pancake cheeks. It's unbelievable. It's like, goddamn. Did I just go to fucking IHOP around this motherfucker? Did I just go to IHOP around this motherfucker? Um, anyway, lots to discuss. Haven't even started my introduction, and we're 20 minutes in this motherfucker. 80 people's in here already. Appreciate you. Um, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, I haven't listened to Jack Del Rio. Um, I really have not listened to what he said. I know Jack. I don't like Jack. I think he's full of bullshit. He's been that way his whole life. The players do not play for him very well. They do not like him. It's been known. It's been a known thing for a long, long time. So I'm just throwing you out some factual data and information. Now, having said that, I heard he got fined 100 grand. I don't even know. I didn't listen to the whole January 6th insertion, all that bullshit. I haven't listened to what he said, but I understand, I know he's going to say some dumb shit, you know. Um, I don't know. And, and this is the thing, though. Please understand, you are making a couple million dollars as a DC in the NFL. Why are you intertwining your political views with it? You will get fired. And you just look like an idiot even more. Because your players already don't like your motherfucking ass. So anyway, he's a SoCal guy, USC guy. Um, is what it is. I don't really like the motherfucker. So it is what it is. Uh, ladies, we have a problem. Fuck Jack Del Rio. Fuck all the shit. We're talking real shit right now, ladies. I need to know, ladies. Lucy. I need to know Sarah. I need to know Nurse Court. I need to know whoever else is in here. Do you know or have you faced this issue head on? There's a tampon shortage, people. There is a tampon shortage in America. If you order tampons online at Amazon, they're gouging you for prices. 10% markup. It's a 10% increase in the price of tampons since last year on June 10th, 2021. It is a completely different market. We already know the market's rising and everything. Inflation's up 40% everywhere. Amazon's down 40. Um... Nurse Court, no, you can't say sorry I'm out on this issue. How can you get out of the issue? What's going on here, Nurse Court? Come on now. You have a reputation, or not a reputation. You, ha I'm sorry, I don't even know you. You have an um, obligation to uphold here. You're in the show. You got to fucking talk about it. Lucy, Lucy, Elaine. All right, Elaine, there we go, Elaine. We got some women in here. All right. Baby formula was first, okay? Now this. What do you do? What do you do, Lucy? I got to know. I know the prices are up. 
But please let me know, since Amazon's gouging everybody, what is the alternative, ladies? What is the alternative to tampons? It ain't cotton swabs, right, that you stop a nosebleed with. What is it? I got to know. Please, let's blame fucking Amy Schumer, who said she don't even have a uterus. And I think that's how it all started. I think that's how it all started. She said she didn't have a uterus. Amy Schumer, the big fat bitch. I think she said some shit. But I have a theory. Here's my theory, Lucy. Here's my theory. All right. I think the fucking weirdo human creators, the LGBTQ, the trans community, all these people have comprised this conspiracy. What they're trying to do is this. They're going to end, they're going to get rid of formula. This group is large now. These motherfuckers are large now. And if you say anything against them, they'll cancel your motherfucking ass. So make sure you understand this. They've created this fucking thing. Okay, here we go. They want men to breastfeed since they now know they can have babies and abortions, right? That's what's going on, ladies. These motherfuckers want us to breastfeed. They want us to breastfeed now, and they want us to fucking have the baby, and therefore, you don't need no fucking tampons. You can't stick a tampon up my pee hole. So fuck it, right? Is that not a th- great idea and theory that I've came up with? <laughs> uh, I think I should go global. I should get that to be go global, viral. Let's get it go viral. I think my take on this is the real reason why I think this is the real shit. I think we got fucking, we want men to breastfeed and... Uh, That's why we have no formula. That's why there's tampon shortage. What's next? What's next? Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right, listen. I got a take, all right? I'm going to break this take down. You guys got to stay tuned on this one, and, and, and hopefully you like it. If not, I don't give a fuck. But listen, I have a take. I broke down. All right, I did this last night. I was dry. I was writing down some shit. My notes on my pen and my pad. I want to discuss parents. Then, when I grew up, my generation parents versus parents now. Okay, I'm going to give you some quoted terms that I've heard from players' parents. I've heard from just parents in the store, and over time, I've reflected. I've I've, I've looked back. And um, and I'm like, okay, um, let me put all this comprise and compile all this shit in my and and get back to everything, right? I'm gonna get back to this. So, parents then versus parents now. Okay, I'm gonna talk about the parents now first, and then I'm going to versus it. Versus a parent then, my era, my era parent, okay? And you guys tell me if you think I'm wrong with this. Here it is. I'm going to say a sentence of a parent now, what you guys would say to your kids today, okay? Here we go. That word is inappropriate. That's a parent now, 
I hear it all the time in Sam's Club. I hear it in the grocery store. That word is inappropriate, Johnny. Here's my dad. Say that shit again. I'll wash your mouth out with soap. Can I get an amen? Where is that shit gone? I want to know where the fucking mouthful of soap has gone. We got motherfuckers eating it on commercials now for fucking Uber Eats commercials. But we, I would be, oh, I would love to put a bar of soap in a motherfucker's mouth. Do you remember this shit, Jeremiah? Do you remember this shit, Brian? Do you guys remember this, uh, Devo? I'm sure you guys remember back in the day, the soap. The soap in the mouth. Oh, dog. And there wasn't nothing worse than the soap in the mouth. I'm going to be honest. Had to take me right in the bathroom. Put it right in, dog. Put that motherfucker right in my mouth. Bite down. My dad, bite down on that motherfucker. I'm like, fuck. That's number one. All right? Here we go. Parents now. Good job trying one bite of the dinner I made. I really appreciate it. Now you can have ice cream. (laughs) That's real shit. Let me repeat what the parents now say. Good job, Johnny, trying trying one bite of the dinner I made. Now you can have ice cream. All right? Here's the parent back in my day. Here's my dad. You'll eat what I make, whether you like it or fucking not. There's motherfuckers starving all over the place. Either eat it or wear it to bed. Period. Shit. That shit was the worst shit. You think I'm lying? Oh, my God. My dad would literally dump the shit on my fucking self in bed. And if, if there was gravy on that motherfucker, if it was fucking beets, liver, if I which I hate, oh that motherfucker, I wore it to bed, homie. I literally wore it to bed. Do you think I never fucking ate what the fuck was cooked again for me? See, y'all want to blame kids. I blame the parent. The kids ain't changed. They're the same. The parents have changed for some fucking reason. All right. Here's the next one. I got a lot of these, dog. I've been doing some research on this shit. I can see this is this is little Johnny's parent. Okay, I'm gonna use my dad as the as the parent of our generation. I'm gonna use little Johnny as the parent of now. Just so you guys know, stay along, stick along, keep along, fucking stay with me. Johnny, I can see you're upset. Take a deep breath and use your words. <laughs> Oh, fuck. That literally made me laugh for real, man. Because I literally had just heard this shit. Use your words. I'll use my words, motherfucker. I'll cuss the shit out of your little bitch-ass son. I'll use the words. Oh, fuck. I can see you're upset, little Johnny. Please take a deep breath and use your words. Here's my dad. You better stop crying like a bitch-made cat or I'll give you something to cry about, motherfucker. Dog, is that not real shit I'm giving you right now? Johnny, I can see you're upset. (laughs) Take a deep breath and use your words. My daddy, you better stop crying like a little bitch-made cat. I'll give you something to cry about, motherfucker. Dog, I miss my dad. Holy shit. I'm just telling you. And you know the funny, the great part about kids... 
like I, 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 I firmly believe this is the truth. The kids are the same. The parents are fucked. And I've had kids of mine that I've coached recently come out to me and say, Coach, you need to be coaching. You need to be out there changing these kids because it is getting so bad. They need you. And it, it tells me that the kids that I have touched and, and, and had some say in their life ha- actually worked. And even though their parents are little Johnny's parents, it's like, homie, it works. We need to get it going. Anyway, we're not done. Here we go. Little Johnny's mom. Little Johnny, you can't walk around the block by yourself. I'll drive you and then text me when you need a ride back. I'll come right away and pick you up. <laughs> Here's my dad. You want to go out? Take your fucking bike. Be home before them fucking streetlights come back on too. Period. That's it. There ain't no more to fucking say. There is nothing left to say. Little Johnny's mom says, you can't walk around the block by yourself. I'll text you. I'll drive you. Text me when you get back and you want to ride. I'll come pick you up. My daddy. Take your fucking bike. Be home before them fucking streetlights come on, too. Period. <laughs> there ain't no fucking, uh, but uh, can I come at nine? And that motherfucker just look at you. And that's it. That's all you got to say. Just look at you. Um, here we go. Here we go. Last one of this little segue segment segment. I might have to add this segment in the show. Here's little Johnny. Little Johnny, I packed your lunch and made sure you got up. You got your almond butter and your whole grain and your fat-free chips and your fucking organic smoothie. And uh, it's all ready to go, sweetheart. <laughs> Here's my dad. Take that brown bag of bologna sandwich and that Wonder Bread and you put that shit together and you grab a Twinkie and some fucking Hawaiian punch, motherfucker, and get the fuck out of my house. That's my dad. Ain't that some shit? Brown bag in. Brown bag in was the shit. Dog, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I used to fucking, I couldn't wait to open the fucking brown bag up at lunch. Could, do you guys remember? I don't give a fuck. The brown bag shit was off the hook. It was either, for me, it was either bologna sandwich, homie, real shit, or peanut butter and jelly, period. That's it. That was it. It was peanut butter and jelly. My mom and dad divorced when I was young, homie. I wasn't with my mom at that time. So, take the brown bag with bologna, Wonder Bread, grab a Twinkie, and (laughs) grab fucking Hawaiian Punch. You can't. A Hawaiian Punch was an unbelievable drink. If if you don't know nothing about Hawaiian Punch, then you're a bitch made cat. I'm gonna be real. Hell no, nah, I didn't get no fucking fruit, dog. You don't have fruit in the hood. People tell them, please tell them. We ain't get no fucking fruit. You know what the fruit was? We got real shit. You want to know? This is true, real shit. You can ask anybody I grew up with. The fruit we got. Was stealing the oranges off the neighbor's trees on the way to school. When we was walking down the street, we see either the the plum tree or the peach tree or the orange tree. And we grabbed them motherfuckers off the tree. And that was our shit. We took that shit to school. We put it in our brown bag. I'll never forget the orange in the brown bag. Shit. Oh, my God. 
Um. Anyway, man, that shit's comical. But it's real shit. A lot of you guys can't grasp that concept. So, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I got to show you David Spade. Hilarious David Spade. I don't know if you saw me post this tweet or not. But David Spade, man, uh, he killed this thing right here. <laughs> oh, Bitcoin went under $100. Okay. They all have funny nicknames. It's like Popcorn, Ziploc, Cowboy, Stinger, Fart Face, Lug Nut, Jib Jab, Cocktail, Sauce, Zigzag, Fuckstick, Slapdick. They start running out. Pussy Pants, Panty Dropper, Lymph Node. They're really running out at a certain point. Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> Is that trademarked? I'm kidding. Let's go, Slapdick. Nope, but Slapdick is trademarked, motherfucker. So I'm going to sue your fucking ass, David Spade. It was funny. I uh, I tweeted him and, and tagged him, and uh, he actually liked it and shit. And, uh, and I said, I'm not going to sue you, man. It's all good. But uh, I got to think he watched the show. I got to, right? Because you don't hear no actors saying those words unless they become pretty popular international globally domestically fuck stick slapdick maybe fuck stick eh, it's a little rare i think he's been watching my show i don't know what do y'all think fucking could be the fucking uh that's the question of the day right there poll question did david spade watch last chance you that's what i the poll question of the day there you go everybody should retweet everyone should tweet at his ass did you watch fucking Last Chance You? Stop lying. Inflation is at a 40-year uh, high. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, the Dow plummeted. Amazon, Netflix, Tesla's all down 40%. Bitcoin's down 40%. I think in July, we're going to hit a fucking rock bottom. I think we're going to hit... We're going to be in a fucking recession like no other. Um... July is going to get rough. I have a fucking bad feeling. It's summer. Motherfuckers going to run their ACs. We're going to be out of gas. Gas is $8 in California. Six ninety nine if you find a fucking cheap place. Um, What is our great government going to do? I'm curious what they're going to do. Send more money to Ukraine? Uh, or uh, Or help us? You know, gas, food, rent, mortgage. Like, what are we going to do with people? Like, I'm curious. Are we just, are you guys just killing us off? Because I'm at the point where these motherfuckers are cutting off baby formula. No fucking, I guess you don't have to have a, a tampon to live, Lucy, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, but you know, um, yeah, all of a sudden, Putin is the reason, huh? Ukraine just fucking owns the world now. It's 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 unbelievable. But it's a, but but people say blame Putin, but that's almost like saying blame Biden. You can't blame Biden either. He didn't just come in office a year ago and fucking the, the gas prices. It's all on him. People kill me when they, it's Biden. Like you, you motherfuckers are fucking blinded by fucking ignorance on how the fucking government in the world and fucking econ- economics actually works. President don't control no fucking gas prices. Coach, he can open up a fucking tank. Shut up. He ain't going to open no fuck. You can't just open up a new fucking pipeline. Like, come on, dog. You motherfuckers all think you know it all. It's crazy. Talk to some people in the military and see what they tell you about opening up a pipeline. (laughs) 
this is some shit. I'll give you some new information if you haven't known. 223 million people will face 100-degree weather this weekend. It's the most ever at once in our country. The most people ever will face over 100-degree temperatures in our in our country. Um, 223 million. Goddamn, Jeremiah, is there 100 million motherfuckers in Alaska? Because where's the other 100 million people at? It's all hot now, ain't it? Is everybody in Alaska that's not hot at 100 degrees? Goddamn. 223 million, that covers from here to probably, you know, fucking, uh, what? Kentucky all the way up to Detroit? And then there's another probably 100 million from there to New York. Well, where the fuck's the other people? 100 degrees? Alaska don't have much fucking 100,000 people in the whole fucking country. Where's it 109 at, Mark C? Where you at? Oh, in Arizona, it's 109? Holy fuck. I like Arizona. I like fucking Scottsdale, man. Shout out to Pat Perez. I don't know if anyone knows this. I've talked to him earlier today for a while. Pat Perez has become a live member. Pat Perez has left the PGA. Kudos to him. Shout out to him. He said, fuck it. You know what? I've been in this motherfucking business 21 years. I said, I ain't mad at you, man. Set up the babies for success. Fuck it. Um, so Pat Perez has left the PGA, and the PGA is literally floundering in front of our eyes, fellas. If you're a golf fan, and this is kind of big news. It is big news um, that this live deal is just throwing cash over fist at everybody and everyone's like fuck it i'm out and the pga doesn't want to get with the times the pga is not gonna get with the times then you gotta fucking force their hand and that's what they're doing so shout out to pat salt of the earth dude and his family amy and his his kids um another shooting in ohio another shooting in maryland i'm gonna make sure i bring that up since the news won't I'll bring that up. R. Kelly, the feds want R. Kelly to serve 25 years or more in jail. The feds have showed that um, all this evidence that he deserves to serve 25 years. He's been in this motherfucker about five years, hasn't he? Already? Hasn't he been in jail for about five years without bail? Um, I don't know. It's crazy. I, I, I... He's been in a, he's been fucking been gone a while, hasn't he? Um, I got the dogs dreaming below me, so um, if you hear some crazy noises, that's not me fucking pulling a Deshaun Watson off. Um, all right, my top five. I got some new segment. My top five pet peeves. My top five pet peeves. I got to give you my top five five pet peeves. Why can't I say the fucking term? My top five pet peeves. God damn. All right, here, I'm going to, we're going to talk about my top five. No, you don't have to stop listening to R. Kelly. I still listen to R. Kelly. Fuck. Um, here we go, though. I'm going to pull up this top five pet peeves. I said it right. Fuck. All right, number five. One of my contrary to beliefs. Saying no offense after the fact is one of my fucking pet peeves. You already offended me, motherfucker. Stop saying no offense. 
God damn. Stop fucking saying no offense. We just talked about this shit. Number four, watching car accidents instead of driving. How many motherfuckers, either on your side or on the other side, are sitting there stopped looking at the fucking wreck and nobody's in front of them? Fucking drive your motherfucking bitch-made cat ass. Drive your fucking ass on. Stop looking at the fucking accident, motherfucker. Holy shit. I throw ice at the motherfuckers. I throw ice. Sometimes I might throw a penny. I might throw a penny at your window. Get your fucking bitch ass moving. And I don't care what car you're in. Shit. I'm in a nice car too, motherfucker. I'll ding your shit with a penny. Better fucking hit the gas, motherfucker. Three. This one right here is tough, dog. How many of you go shopping... And the motherfuckers just go down their own aisle and leave their cart in the main fucking aisle as everyone's walking down with their cart and you just leave your shit and you go down your own aisle to go get you some fucking sriracha, which don't even exist no more. Did you know that? Sriracha shortage, fellas. If you haven't noticed, sriracha's done because there's no chili peppers to be found in the country because China has stuck them all up everybody's fucking ass. So there ain't no fucking chili peppers, and now we don't have no sriracha sauce, motherfuckers. I don't know if you knew that. I'm just throwing that out there. But stop leaving your fucking shopping cart in the middle of everybody's fucking aisle. And I swear to God, if you've ever seen me in a store and there and that motherfucker's there, dog, oh, I, I straight hit it with my cart. I straight hit the motherfucker, and I just keep pushing it. And then the lady runs out of their aisle like, what, what are you doing? I'm moving your shit out my motherfucking way. Do you think I start, I stop my life because your fucking dumb cunt, rude ass can't fucking take your cart down your fat fucking 600 pound life aisle, motherfucker? Shit. Shopping, dog. Fuck. Um, number two, talking when someone else is talking. Talking when someone else is talking has to be up there. And I'm not even talking about when I'm talking, right? Because I'm going to control the crowd. I'm talking about when someone else is talking. And you're sitting there listening. And you got motherfuckers talking. I used to literally motherfuck my coaching staff. If we had a guest speaker or somebody came in. And I heard my coaches talking to each other. Oh, I fucking would go ape shit. You disrespectful fucking cunt. Shut the fuck up. I didn't give a fuck what coach it was. It's unbelievable. You are setting the standard for your fucking players that look at you. Oh, coach back there bullshitting. Guess what I'm going to do in class tomorrow, motherfucker? I'm going to bullshit too because my fucking 50-year-old coach can do it. So you guys don't fucking think that way. These motherfuckers are the most influential fucking humans on earth. Age 10 to 18. So fucking understand. Fuck being a role model. How about just fucking understand we're grooming them in the right way, not the Deshaun Watson way. We're not grooming these motherfuckers like Deshaun Watson. We're grooming them to be fucking great community members of society. Graduate. Fuck.
100 people. All right, number one, be late. Being late to me is uh, is got to be one of the fucking... Being late to me is something I cannot fucking understand. Um, It is my worst thing. If you're late to something, and I'll be honest with you, um, being late today and walking to the place that you're late to is 1A. 1B is just being late. If you're walking to the place you're late to, I think you should be fucking hung up in the fucking courtyard and castrated. That's how bad I think being late is, and especially showing up everyone else when you're walking to be there late. So when you walk there like you're fucking Cool Man Joe and you're late, you talk about, you th- ask Alan and them, if you want to see me lose my shit, go ahead and walk up to the motherfucker late. You better be, your ass better be on fire. Your ass has to be on fire um, running to be late to my place. Like, you better be sprinting. Like, you cared. Like, you fucking care about your late. You fucked up, right? We make mistakes, of course, but you fucked up. You overslept, which I, is the worst fucking excuse, by the way. Do not tell me you overslept being the reason you're late. I will cut your motherfucking ass like a bad habit. I'm just telling you. Do not fucking tell me that I'm late because I overslept. Don't do no fucking Bobby Bruce shit on me, motherfucker. You want another number five? You want another top five of something I do? I'll do, I'll do it later. I'll do another top five something later. Um, I got another top five of something I want to share, but I'll do it in a minute. Um, I'm going to do it in a minute. So... Uh, if you've seen, <laughs> have you guys seen that, uh, the live tournament's going on and apparently Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson was, um, at the podium and his fucking photographer literally apparently got escorted out. He got escorted off the fucking out of the meeting. And he texted Greg Norman, who's the head of the Live Golf Tournament. And he said, hey, man, some fucking gangsters or somebody just literally physically pulled me out and moved me out of the fucking thing. And Greg Norman said, really? I don't know. I didn't know nothing about it. <laughs> Have you guys seen the fucking picture? Look at who's behind the guy. Greg Norman's right fucking there. He was there the whole time. So the dude texted Greg Norman and told him he was removed. And Greg Norman texted back saying, really? I didn't know. And he was behind the motherfucker the entire time before he texted him. Greg Norman's a slimy, shady motherfucker, man. If you don't know, you don't know, but I'm telling you. But anyway, this live shit is going to get Phil Mickelson's fucking head cut off. I'm telling you. 
That's some shit right there. I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, Phil Mickelson's shit was fucking. He was gone, and I'm I, I'm telling you, they're gonna go to one of these third world countries and play because I think they go to a couple countries and play um, in a few months. Motherfucking Phil Mickelson's ass might not come home, dog. He might not fucking come home. Uh, that shit was fucking hilarious, hysterical though. The shark sitting there behind that motherfucker the whole time, like he didn't know. He ordered it. Uh, Alright, I got a little take here God damn, we're already an hour in this thing Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member I appreciate everybody coming in on the show today um, Dean Spanos' daughter has filed a lawsuit Dean Spanos owns the San Diego Chargers Billionaire, owns a lot of shit I gotta be honest with you Um uh, Money is the root of all evil. Hopefully everyone agrees with that. Uh, Money is the root of all evil. And most people that say that money is the root of all evil are broke people. Um, Be honest. Be honest. Be real with yourself. Family to me is defined this way. I define family this way. And be honest. Serena, no, I would not donate to a LGBTQ fundraiser. Sorry. But thanks for coming in. It's probably fake account. But thanks for coming in. I will donate. Uh, what do you need, Serena? I'll donate these nuts. <laughs> I'll give you some nuts to fucking have, motherfucker. You could tell, take them back to the LGBTQs. Um, tell them that Dave Chappelle sent them, too, motherfucker. Um, here's how I define, (laughs) oh, I'm gonna get blocked. Ah, fuck it. Here's how I define family. All right. This is how I define family. Family to me is defined by acquaintances related by blood. Acquaintances related by blood. That is how I um, define family. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. And I'm sure when I tell you this, everybody in this fucking room is going to have a story, right? I, I, I did the Starbucks thing. I'll do it right on the show. I did the Starbucks thing. I saw my own eyes. Now, unless they gave me three fucking weird cups. Has anyone else done the Starbucks size comparison challenge thing? Because I'm just telling you, I did it right here. I should have did it on camera, dog. Fuck. I, but, but fucking Ash ate the, small, ate the small cup and it fucked it all up. But I already had changed over small to medium, small to large, and it was overfill. The small overfilled the medium and the large Starbucks cup. I did it myself. So I saw it. I did it. And uh, if you haven't done it, go ahead. So Tom Arnold, thanks for pointing out it's fake. Well, it's not fake because I did it and it was real. Unless I had the fake cups. Um, please, someone else do it and tell me it's fake because I want to see it. Because then they got a, we got a real problem. There's all kind of motherfucking uh, cups out there that are different sizes. So, I'm just telling you. Um, like, I'm like fuck family. I don't know if you know this or not. I'm going to tell you. I'm like, fuck family. 
Um, I never had much of one anyway. And the ones I do have or know, they're not shit. <laughs> uh, so it's very sad, but very truthful. Um, my circles will consist of very few humans. Very few humans. And many dogs. And that's just what it is. That is just what it is. So, I'm just telling you. Um, my circle is going to consist of very few humans. Family or not, dog. It is what it is. I'm just telling you. Like, It's fucking unbelievable to me. So, you know, that's just my real shit. I don't know. Um, what's going on with Serena? I don't know what happened. Serena's fake, dog. It's probably Natalie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, what people do for attention is unfucking believable. It's holy shit, lady. It's over. Like, it's it's over. <laughs> um. I never had a gay or trans player that I know of. Well, I never had a trans player. I never had a gay player that I know of, but who knows? But uh, <clears throat> I'm not against I'm not against the player. If he's a player, I already talked about this before on the show. If that motherfucker is a player, I don't give a fuck what he is. So if you suck dicks and you could fucking light a motherfucker up, hey, is what it is, dog. I have no issue. I'm not gonna stay, sit here and tell you that I don't. I won't have a fucking gay player play for me. I'm not homophobic like that. I just don't choose to walk that way. That's all I'm saying. Um, Cincinnati, Houston, UCF will join the Big Twelve next year, 2023. Um, sets up power groups and will eliminate the smaller group of five schools like Tulane, um, UTEP, UTSA, Tulsa. Um, these others like Toledo, Akron, uh, the ball States, the Miami of Ohio's, um, etc. They're going to continue to flounder. And as predicted out West, you got San Jose, San Diego state, etc. And they will have to look to jump in somewhere or will die. That's just what's going to happen. And, um, you know, I don't know. That's just something that's going to happen. But um, well, yeah, Devontae's going to have to say that because he's with him. There's no comparison at all between Carr and fucking Rodgers. And Devontae Adams should be called a liar for that. I'm just telling you. So... Please understand that shit. Um, let's see. So my California people, I don't know if you guys know this, man. It's fucking unbelievable. But Granada Hills High School, that is the home of John Elway, by the way. My cousin played against John Elway in high school. Um they weren't. They didn't allow unvaccinated students to graduate. If you didn't know that, they did not let 
unvaccinated um, students walk at graduation. Like, it's unbelievable, man. I It's so fucked up. It's crazy. I can't believe this shit. Um, car is not even close to being underrated. I think car is overrated. <laughs> I think car is absolutely a joke. But you know more quarterback play than I do, I guess. Um, I'm going to go over quarterbacks. That's a good segue. I'm going to get into quarterbacks right now. I'm going to talk quarterbacks right now. We got 101 people in here. Shout out to everybody in the show. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. I'm going to break down my top 16 quarterbacks from AFC to the NFC. And I'm going to talk about AFC high school or uh, AFC quarterbacks first. And I'm going to start at number 16 and go straight down the deal. Okay. So number 16 is an interesting one. All right. Here we go. Quarterback play. AFC. This is my top 16 quarterbacks. JB's top 16 quarterbacks. Philly Fanatic, I will block you if you say Carson Wentz is one of the best in the league ever again in your life. And I will stuff your jaws full of balls, motherfucker. So shut the fuck up. You say some dumb shit, too. So listen, here's the deal. Everyone already knows what's going to happen. Please understand you either become a member or get blocked in the next three minutes. Period. That's just what it is. That's the rule we live by here on this show. This is a tightly knitted community here. And we don't like fuck sticks. We don't like shit birds. And we all like slap dicks. And you're clearly a slap. You're not a slap dick. You're a shit bird. And I don't like what you say. And you say anything about Carson Wentz again. And I'm fucking blocking you. So. Don't worry about it, Philly. I'll help you out. Uh, bye. <laughs> I don't wait around, motherfucker. If you're going to say that, bye. All right, he's gone. So here we go. Number 16, I have a question mark. Okay, here we go. Question mark. I got Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield at number 16 in the AFC. Why, Coach? Well, first of all, Deshaun Watson has not played in two years, number one. And I don't think he's going to play, number two. So why the fuck would I have him in any fucking where above 16? That is what these fucking media people blow me away with. When Dan Orlovsky, who I like as a human, puts this motherfucker at number fucking six or eight or seven. Like, homie, he ain't played in two years and ain't gonna play this year. So, like, how the fuck can you put Deshaun Watson anywhere? And I got Baker Mayfield right there with him because we don't know he may be the quarterback around this motherfucker. So I'm putting those two at number 16, all right? Number 15, I put Pickett, all right? People, I have seen people put Pickett above Mills for the Houston Texans. Pickett is a rookie, an incoming rookie with an average arm and small hands. <laughs> I don't really care about the small hands. I actually do a little bit. But I'm just telling you, if anyone put Pickett above anyone in the NFL that has actually played meaningful games is an absolute ignorant fucking idiot. And I'm just telling you, whoever put him first um, above anyone is a joke. 
you haven't even seen the dude play, and they have him ranked above five quarterbacks that played NFL games last year. It fucking blows my mind. Anyway, I got Pickett at number 15. Okay? Only by default because I don't think Deshaun's going to play, and I don't know if Mayfield's going to play in the AFC or not. So, Pickett's number 15. Number 14, I put Tua. I got Tua at number 14. I got Tua at number 14, and I just think that's where he belongs. I don't think he's very good. I think Tyreek Hill's going to have his worst year. I think Tua's going to be so pressed to try to get Tyreek the ball, it's going to be a fucking disaster. I think the quarterback they have, or the head coach they have, is uh, a joke. And I think you're going to see the biggest fucking mockery in the NFL with the Miami Dolphins and Tua. Number 13, I got Mills, the quarterback for the Texans. He's actually not a bad fucking kid. If you've ever watched him mechanically or arm strength-wise or accuracy, Mills is not a bad young kid. Just give him some time. We'll see how it goes. He's on a very bad organization. He came from playing in the Pac-12, not a lot. And, uh, <clears throat> and I like Mills, I got, but I got him at 13. I got David Carr at 12. I got Carr at 12. Um, I got I got Carr at 12. That's all I'm going to say. I think Carr's overrated. A lot of you guys have him way higher. I, I What has he done? What has Carr done? Please tell me. Eddie, what has Tua done? Why are you so mad that Tua's shitty? I, I don't understand. This ain't college, homie. He is shitty. But keep fighting me when... I've never been wrong on a quarterback. I've never fucking missed on one of my quarterback calls. Just so you know, I haven't missed. So, Derek Carr I have at 12. I think he's a fucking horribly overrated. Oh, my bad. Derek Carr. Yeah, I just said Derek. Oh, what did I say first? David? That tells you. if, If he was good, I would know his fucking name. He ain't good. All right, so... I got number 11, Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor will have a better year this year. He's still on a shitty organization. He's in a shitty team. I think uh, he got better as the year went on, even with no coaching and no players around him. So um, I got Trevor Lawrence at number 11. I got Zach Wilson at number 10. I think Zach Wilson's going to be better this year. I think the Jets will be a little bit better. Uh, hopefully my players can, can can sustain and keep on the team. Calvin Jackson's got to make the, the 53-man roster still, even though he signed with them. Um, you know, Jermaine's going to ball out, I think. And uh, you're going to have the Jets have a uh, – Jets are going to be better. Um, uh-oh, lost some – I don't know if you can still hear me. I lost audio – I lost video. I apologize. Give me a second. I don't know why I lost video.
You guys got me? Man, I don't know what happened. You guys got me? Um, hello, hello, hello. All right. I don't know what happened right there, dog. That shit just went blackout on me. I just got hacked. Um, all right. Sorry about that. Here we go. So, I had Trevor Lawrence. I got Zach Wilson at number 10. I got Ryan Tannehill at number 9. I got Ryan Tannehill at 9. All right. Um, because of his experience, because of the, the, the team, the game, the, the team they have, in my opinion, um, suits Ryan Tannehill better than others. So um, I'm directly connected. That's the cold part. I'm directed. I, I can't be on Wi-Fi on no desktops. I'm on two desktops directly connected. So whatever happened there, I don't know. Um, Internet's fucking horrible, man, everywhere. I don't give a fuck. It's all a scam, too. Um, number eight, I got Lamar Jackson. I got Lamar Jackson at number eight. Um, you already know how I feel about him. Great human. I love his athleticism. I just don't think he's the guy to get it done to win a Super Bowl. He has too many flaws mechanically, and uh, I just think he struggles. All right. Um, number seven, Matt Ryan. I got Matt Ryan. I think he's going to be rejuvenized. Um, rejuvenated in Indy. I think Indy has the surrounding pieces for him. He's going to have a hell of a season. And I got Matt Ryan, uh, number seven. Number six, I got Mac Jones. Mac Jones came in. He had a uh, good rookie campaign. I think he's New England's going to be better this year. Um, if he does struggle, though, it's because Bill Belichick didn't hire a legitimate quarterback guy and an O.C., which is still going to be interesting to see how this fucking thing works out. And if he fucking wins this year and motherfucking defensive coaches are calling offense, holy shit. Um, he just gets it, right? He has the fucking it factor. There ain't no denying that shit. Um, I got Justin Herbert at number five. I got Justin Herbert at number five. Um, I think he's going to have a hell of a breakout year. I think the Chargers are going to be a team to fuck with. I think that whole AFC West is going to be a bitch to fuck with. I got Herbert at five. I got Patrick Patty Mahomes at four. Um, I like how he finished the year. I like how he came back and finished the year. Um, after struggling, he came back, finished the year strong. So I like what he did. Um, so I put him at number four still in the AFC. I got... I'm putting uh, Russell Wilson at number three. I think Russell Wilson is going to be re rejuvenated as well. And uh, I think uh, he's going to have a breakout year. I think Denver's going to the Super Bowl. I think Denver's going to the Super Bowl. I've called it before. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. I think them and Indy are going to play it out in the AFC. That's my personal opinion. Um, I'm going to go with Allen. At number two, I think he had a hell of a year. I think he's only getting better. I think he's a phenom. I just, I think he still lacks some, um, I think he lacks a little bit of the it factor when it comes down to the crunch, but he is getting it. I think he does have the it factor. I just think he has to learn how to use it. Um, and I got Joey Burrow at number one. I told you I think Burrow is the best quarterback. Um, he's top three in the NFL. I think he's the best in the AFC by far, 
I don't think Cincinnati's going to repeat. I don't think they have the same team. It's very, very hard to repeat. And I think uh, he will struggle with some, uh, his, you know, some some true sophomore woes he's going to have this year. He's going to struggle a little bit more than you think, but he's still going to have a hell of a year, and uh, he's going to uh, he's going to show out. And uh, Cincinnati will still be good. I don't think they're going to be that great, but he has shown me that he has all the tools, the intangibles, the poise, and all that. Evan, Dak's not in the AFC, so sorry to break that to you. Um, I love when people just blurt shit out when they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Top 16 AFC quarterbacks, I've said it 12 times, and that's the quarterbacks I just discussed in the fucking AFC. Now, we're going to switch gears and go to the NFC. All right? That's where Dak plays at, sir. So, we're going to go to the NFC, all right? And uh, here we go. Number 16 in the NFC. We don't know about this cat because I don't know nothing about him. I don't think he's anything. I think he's a bust. I think if the 49ers don't use Garoppolo, they're making a horrible mistake. Uh, Number 16, I got Trey Lance at 16. Due to the fact that Garoppolo's not listed as a starter anymore, they're going to go with Trey Lance apparently. Um. I don't agree with it, and I think Garoppolo will end up being back to, as a starter. Um, but I got Trey Lance at 16. People put him at 5, and I'm just sitting there like, this motherfucker hasn't played. And when he did play, he played in the FCS, and he missed a year. And he played before that. <laughs> so it blows my mind. Anyway, I got Trey Lance at 16. I got Carson Wentz at 15. I got Carson Wentz at 15. I think he is the second most overrated quarterback in recent history behind Baker Mayfield. I think that Carson is just does not have it. He don't have it. He doesn't have what it takes, period. That's just what it is. I got number 14. I got Mariota because I haven't seen Mariota start. I haven't seen him play in a long time, and I think he's going to struggle mightily, to be honest. I'm just going to be I'm, I'm gonna be honest. He is he is fucking, um, I think he's going to struggle. Mariota. Um, I got 13, Geno Smith. I got Geno Smith, number 13. Um, 13, Geno Smith. I think Seattle's going to be horrible. I don't know what Pete's doing on his way out. I thought he would try to make a splash. The only guy left is Baker Mayfield to grab. I don't think he's going to... Um, Gino's gonna struggle. They don't have the weapons. Fucking, they haven't even re-signed up um, the wideout, the big wideout. I think they're gonna struggle. Um, twelve. I got Jalen Hurts. I got Jalen Hurts at twelve. I don't think he's the guy either. Eleven. I got Justin Fields. I don't think he's the guy either. You've seen my tweets and my feelings on all those guys. I got Kyler Murray at ten. I think he's a, jutter, a jitterbug, freak of nature athlete. Got a strong, strong cannon of an arm. He's a baseball player. He needs to go play baseball. He's a mental midget. He can't understand how to throw the ball on time. He wants to run around in the fucking backfield. He don't understand that he's a quarterback, and quarterbacks need to throw the ball on time. He ain't the guy. He can't win the big game. He struggles down the stretch. And you can't see over six eight zero linemen. You're going to struggle. Period. Um, 
Rusted Caddy, please don't leave, homie. Please don't leave my fucking chat with 105 people in it. You will devastate me forever and ever and ever. Please don't leave. Oh, fuck. Why do I have the biggest fucking dick riders ever? Just join my fucking chat all the time. Um, I got Jameis Winston at nine. Jameis Winston is at nine. Um, Rusted Caddy, I'll help you out. I'll block you. Um, I got, I got Jameis at nine because he hasn't played a lot of football since he threw all those picks um, in uh, Tampa that year. I do think that he has weapons like a motherfucker. I think he might have a breakout year and have a great offense and have some big numbers because he can do that. He has all the tools. I just don't know if mentally he's not a midget. His brain's the size of Kyler Murray's fucking body. Um, I got... I got Jared Goff at fucking eight. I I think Jared Goff's horrible. I'm be honest. He don't have the it factor. He struggles in big games. Um, I think that Jared Goff got better last year on a bad team, though. Ironically, he got better on a bad team. So I'm 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 putting him in the middle of the pack this year to see if he because he has arm strength, he has arm talent, he has skill set. Um. Big, strong guy, but again, he just not that guy. He's Carson Wentz with a better arm. That's my opinion. Um, I'm going to go Sam Darnold at seven. I think Sam's going to have a breakout year. Sam Darnold is a very talented quarterback. Ask TJ. Um, we played him in high school. He's a very talented quarterback. I think he's been dealt a weird, strange card. Even though the NFL, you don't get to bitch and moan about where the fuck you go. He has struggled with some shitty programs, organizations. And uh, I think Carolina has a horrible fucking staff, and for an NFL for NFL staff anyway. And uh, I think Sam's gonna have a breakout year, man. I think he is. To be honest, he was having actually doing pretty good last year and got hurt. And uh, he's if he can stay injury free, I think Sam Darnold's gonna play decent. I got Kirk Cousins at six. Uh, he, he does well for to me. Having all the pressure and all the naysayers out there talking about how bad of a deal he signed because the Vikings got fucked because they signed him for so much money, but yet he ain't that good and all that. But in the end of the day, he still does better than expected, and he still has decent talent, and he has some decent wideouts around him, and Thielen and all those guys, I think he's going to have a good year again. I think Minnesota's going to be better. Um, more offensive-minded guy coaching him. Um, I got Cousins at six. Number five, I got Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, I think, is going to have the most improved season of any quarterback in the NFL. I think he's going to thrive under Deball, Dable. And I think that Daniel Jones is a big-time talent. I love the guy. I always say he, he's great. Um, but, he, you know, he struggles. He's on a shitty organization. He struggles with... Uh, you know, he's had five fucking OCs in three years. He's had fucking three head coaches. I think he's going to have a great breakout season. I said it when uh, Dable got hired, and I'm sticking to Daniel Jones. I got four. I got Dak. I got Dak at four. I, if Daniel played more, I would have Daniel above him. Um, I'm not a huge Dak guy. I think Dak's talented. Um, I don't think he is a guy that can lead a team to victory by himself. 
which the greats can do. So I don't, I struggle with Dak that high, to be honest, but I'm putting him up there for the fact that, you know, he's still a talent. He's still an arm talent. He still has skill set. Um, he still has weapons. So projecting that he has a good year, um, even though I think Dallas is going to be average. Um, so I got him at four. I got Tom Brady at three. You know, the GOAT, the proverbial GOAT who's won all the rings and all the things. You know, Father Time eventually has to set in, even though he has been defiant to Father Time and continues to fucking wall us. Um, and, and just we're just in awe of him. Um, you know, I got Tom Brady at three. I got Matthew Stafford at two. I think Stafford, his only... I think you, you haven't even seen the best of him. I think he got fucked in Detroit for so long. I truly believe, and I've been saying it for a long time, if he was with another team early on, with the Packers or a, or a Rams or somebody f- for more than the last five years, we would be talking about one of the greatest of all time. I truly believe it. Skill set-wise, he's one of the top ten talents I've seen in the NFL. History. And he's a nutty, gutty performer. He don't bitch out. He ain't a bitch-made cat. And he'll play through, you know, he'll play through injuries. Fuck even being hurt. He'll play through injuries. And uh, I think Stafford's number two, and he's right there behind Aaron Rodgers, who obviously just probably is the best pure thrower of a football in the history of football. Um, And, uh, again, Aaron Rodgers, though, can't figure out how to win games either. So, due to father time, I got Tom Brady at three. Due to his upcharge, I have Stafford at two. And then due to just the pure talent of Aaron Rodgers, um, I'm going to keep him at one right now. And I believe Aaron Rodgers thinks he has something to prove, losing Devontae, all this naysayers saying he can't win the big one. I think he's going to have another MVP type of season. They won't give it to him three years in a row, but I think they're gonna. he's going to have that type of season. So there's my quarterback picks. There's my NFL quarterbacks, top AFC, top NFC. You can take it or leave it. I don't give a fuck. And uh, it is what it is. So shout out to everybody that can eat a dick. (laughs) Um, That's my QB picks. Make sure you pound the like button, hit the subscribe button, join today. Become a member. Best dollar ninety nine you can buy. Join, hit Go on over to betonline.ag. Tell them that I sent you. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Bet on some games tonight. Gets you 50% off welcome bonus. Clay Thompson and Draymond Green's family <clears throat> bitched and moaned again that Boston Celtics fan bases are just too harsh. They're just too harsh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sad for Draymond and Clay Thompson. I'm so sad that their $100 million selves can't put their families in a booth away from the knuckleheads that they don't want to hear so bad. I'm so sad that we now have to play in a quiet environment on the road. It has to be pristine, and it has to be up to our standards as the visitor. I'm so sad that this is what the world's become that we now get to bitch and moan about the crowd noise and what they say to us. 
it's I'm just so sad by the fact I'm so sad for them guys. I'm really am I. I don't know if I could even fucking sleep tonight. Um, I, I just don't think I can sleep knowing that Draymond Green, who by the way has scored 15 points in three games and has committed 15 fouls in three games. The same guy Isaiah Thomas blasted yesterday saying he was a fucking kindergarten playground player. If you haven't, if you haven't seen that, you should go see that. It's Isaiah Thomas blasted his bitch ass. I like Draymond off the court. On the court, like he's a Pat Beverly to me, but Pat at least can shoot a three here and there and score. I've actually liked I've I've come to find out I like Pat Beverly more than I thought I would ever being on ESPN and just continuing to be himself. Similar to how I am judged, I kind of judge Pat Beverly in that regard. But he still does some bitch shit. Like, I love Pat Beverly now compared to the flopping Pat Beverly. But the flopping Pat Beverly still is something I don't respect. And I don't, I I just don't respect the shit. Keep it 100. If you're going to keep it real and talk real, then be real. Stop fucking flopping. Stop doing the soft shit. If you're going to be the tough guy, be the tough guy all times. Draymond Green is so fucking pathetic, dog. Like, the team is ran. He is the true captain of that team. He makes the team win or lose. Um, let me throw that out there first. Even though I said he's pathetic, he is the driver of the ship. You can say all the shit about Steph and Clay and all this shit. Draymond Green has the reason they've won championships. I'm just throwing it out there. So, please understand that you need to know that Draymond Green goes, Golden State goes. I expect him to play better tonight. He is overdoing it, over dramatic. He's out there doing the most, and he's putting extras on it like a motherfucker. And he needs to calm his ass down and get back into his regular game and score more than two points, get more than three rebounds. He is literally the team captain, though. And if you look at the history of the thing, they were up 3-1 when he got hurt, by the way. They were up 3-1 when he got hurt against Cleveland. Steph could not win one game by himself. But y'all call him the greatest. See, I don't. I'm not stuck on that Steph Curry shit. I'm not. I don't get all enamored with all these half court shots he makes and shit, because that's what the NBA is now. We're so soft without checking him. We can't check nobody. You can't hip check nobody. You can't slam a motherfucker when he goes to the rack. So you've made these people so comfortable shooting threes that we're gonna be better than ever shooting threes. We don't have to worry about a motherfucker gutting us no more. So I'm not a big enamored guy. I'm not enamored with that motherfucker. I, I told you I'm not enamored with Clay Thompson. Top 75, he's mad about it? Shit. You've, you've proven you're not top 75, motherfucker. And I still don't think you're fully back injury-wise, health-wise. But at the same time, you're top 75. Bernard King would drop 50 with one leg, motherfucker. Don't talk about you top 75. Get the fuck out of here. You just keep playing good defense and not get gas cityed by Jalen Brown and hit a couple threes and we'll see if you can sustain your fucking wobble body ass, your fucked up knees. Let's see what you do. I'm not a fan of these soft motherfuckers. I'm just telling you. Draymond makes that team go. But 
he's also he does he talks all this shit, but then he wants to bitch and moan, and his wife comes out talking about the crowd noise. First of all, y'all know Boston's rowdy. Y'all know Boston said some shit before to uh, some motherfuckers in the NBA. So what is the news? Why are we breaking news on this? And the Russell Westbrooks, the LeBrons, and all these soft motherfuckers are coming out now and are so mad about the crowd noise. Like, you haven't been called worse things than this? Like, let's keep it 100, homie. Let's keep it funky. You ain't been called worse then what the fucking crowd of a rival NBA championship face chasing an 18th banner, by the way. You don't think they want to win? Like, I don't understand. You think it's okay to just bitch about a fucking game three NBA final because your fucking wife is being is hearing obscenities and your kids are around? Keep your fucking bitch ass kids at home, homie. Like, I'm so fucking tired of fucking soft, bitch-ass fucking shit. Crying over spilled milk-ass shit. Golden State has some of the worst fucking humans in the crowd I've ever seen in my fucking life. Every fucking arena has shit birds. So don't talk about this is what happens. We'll never see this in Golden State. So you know all 15,000 fucking people in the crowd at Golden State. Right, motherfucker? I, it blows my mind when we fucking say the shit we say. Out of our mouth without knowing real fucking facts. Stop fucking giving us your opinion on your home fucking court, bitch. You're fucking such a fucking hypocritical fuck. Stop being so fucking soft, you fucking Kendrick Perkin. JJ Reddick's a cowardly cunt now. He's the softest fuck I've heard in a long time. I liked JJ last week. I can't stand the motherfucker this week. Um, JJ Reddick talking about it's harder now. More stress on us now. We play more back-to-back games now. And then on Twitter, I got guys like, well, he's telling the truth. They play more back-to-backs. They do this. They do that. Hold up, homie. First of all, you don't compare nutritionists, trainers, and resources from the 90s, Michael Jordan era, to now. You guys are flying private jets, getting your feet massaged in a private jet. You got every single resource known to man at your beck and call, and you're going to talk about your habit harder now? Motherfucker, I know back in the day, NBA and NFL teams, if they were close enough, took buses. Took buses. Don't talk to me about fucking it's it's harder now because you play more back-to-backs. Hold up, homie. So let's talk about back-to-backs. Let me break this down to where a motherfucker don't really ever talk about. You, you don't want to really look deep into this more back-to-back shit. You know why the NBA has more back-to-backs now than we did in the 90s? It's one simple reason. We actually played all our fucking games in the 90s, motherfucker. We played our games in the 90s. You play load management. So what did the NBA do? Since they can't stop you from earning the money, earning a check, they can't fucking fine you. Guess what they did? They're going to play more back-to-back games. What does more back-to-back games do, human body people out there? It creates revenue streaming. Guess what they're about to do? Make money. So guess what? Let's have more back-to-backs. More TV games, more TV time, more money. Because the stars aren't playing. So let's have more games. Give us an optical illusion that there's being more games played at a faster rate. 
But guess what? You're missing the LeBrons, the Kawhi Leonard's, the Zion's, the fucking Ben Simmons's, the Kyrie Irving's. You're missing the Dame Lillard's, the fucking Bradley Bills of the world who didn't even play a fucking down, didn't play one fucking minute and got paid $100 million. You talk about fucking highway robbery, motherfucker. Bradley Bill. He's worse than all the motherfuckers. He didn't play a fucking damn. He didn't play one fucking snap. But you're bet you have it harder now, motherfucker. You motherfuckers don't even play hard in the game. There's a reason you're injured too. There's more hamstring injuries. Someone told me on Twitter. No shit. It's a you problem, motherfucker. That ain't my problem. Guess what? We all played back then. Didn't see Jordan with hamstring issues. You didn't see Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Guess why? Because they prepared themselves like professionals. Unlike your bitch-ass generation, where Zion comes in at 380, where fucking James Harden's out clubbing and doesn't want to work out and get in shape to be professional, where all these other soft motherfuckers have, oh, my back hurts, my lower back hurts, and, and, and I got mental health because I blew a layup. Shut the fuck up. You have it harder now, motherfucker? It's not our problem. You are hurt more now. I think your pussies are hurt more now. I think you're fucking mental midgets. And I think you use every excuse in the book to still get your so-called proverbial bag without having to do shit. You'd rather play video games, motherfucker, than work out and fucking get ready to play your fucking to up hold your professional obligation of playing professional sports where you make millions. Or not, not Bradley Bill, man. My bad. I'm talking about John Wall. John Wall, Eddie. Not Bradley Bill. I got those two confused. I like Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill's a gangster. I like Bradley Bill. But homie, John Wall didn't play a snap. He didn't. Or I keep saying snap. He didn't play a fucking one minute. And Emma forgot paid a hundred million dollars. Fuck John Wall. See what I'm saying? These motherfuckers, I know why Bradley built it. I know, Eddie. I've said the wrong name. Um, but J.J. Reddick's talking about more back-to-back games. I'm with Richard Jefferson on the whole extending the season thing. Don't fucking take games away. It's unbelievable. We're already soft as shit. Um, it's unbelievable. It's, 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 it's a definition of entitlement enabled. They're fucking enabled. You've enabled it because you've allowed the Kyries, these other people in the world, to not play and still get paid. Okay? That is the reason you see all the younger cats doing it. You're going to have a bunch of billionaire fucking NBA players, dog, that are, that are horrible. They're fucking awful. Soft fucking humans. And they're going to be billionaires. They're making so much fucking money. Like, their contracts are unbelievable. Like, it's unbelievable. So, man, it's crazy. Yeah, Bradley Bill, dog. I like Bradley Bill. That motherfucker's legit. Um, so, I don't know, man. It's fucking, it's, it's unbelievable. I can't stand this soft shit, man. I really, I really can't stand this soft-ass fucking cunt shit. Um, but anyway... Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. I got another little air. I'm going to talk about my top five creatures on planet Earth. My top five creatures. Whether or not they're dogs, cats, whatever. I got my favorite five. All right. 
And you can clown me all you want. Number five is a rhino. I think a rhino is the baddest motherfucker on planet Earth. Now, why I don't have them at number one is because, obviously, pit bulls are number one. Because that's what I've raised up with my whole life. Rhinos are an unbelievable motherfucker. They will kill a crocodile. They'll eat a rock, uh, uh, a fucking uh, lion. Nobody in the jungle fucks with a rhino. If you did not know that, nobody could fuck with a rhino. A rhino is the fucking king of the jungle, not the lion. But nobody wants to say that. A koala bear. If you don't know what a koala bear is, I think it's endangered. Koala bears, when I was a young kid, I found a koala bear stuffed animal um, outside in the parking lot of a Toys R Us. If you don't know about Toys R Us, um, there's a... Did I spell it wrong, Sean Waffle? Um, I might have spelled it wrong. Shit. I'm thinking about Hawaii. My, I got a buddy's name. That's last name is Koala, spelled like I spelt it. Um, koala Bear. K-O-A-L-A, I believe. Um, contrary to belief. So, I grabbed this teddy bear of a koala bear, and I thought koala bears were... The shit. And then I went on and saw books about them. And I was a little kid. And I fucking fell in love with koala bears. Motherfucker. I like koala bears. That's number four. Yes, hippos are also... I think hippos probably run the jungle, to be honest with you. Not rhinos. I think hippos probably... Because nobody can fuck with a hippo. Hippos fucking eat fucking gators, crocodiles, fuck up lions. Hippos are the... un. They, you can't penetrate their skin. Uh, snakes try to wrap them up. And they break them in half. Have you ever seen a, a, a hippo rip a snake apart? It's fucking crazy. Hippos are incredible fucking creatures. I probably should have put hippo at five. Um, and they're not fuck. They don't. They don't fuck around. They don't have. They don't fuck around. Um, I like lions. I, I like tigers. I like tigers and lions. I got tigers at three. Lions at two. Because I just think they're just some badass motherfuckers. They control the tempo. They control the fucking environment. They uh, they don't really fuck with you unless they're trying to eat you as dinner. They actually let you let people you know walk by them and shit. They're not tripping. They just live their life. Um, number one, pit bulls. I love pit bulls. I love killer whales too. If I had top ten, killer whales would be in my top ten. Um, hippo would be in top ten. Um, I'm not a bear fan, homie. Polar bear, they're endangered. Polar bears, I would like. You know what be you? You know what be my top ten though? Penguins. I've always loved penguins. I love penguins. I do. I don't like sharks. Sharks to me are like. I don't like sharks. Sharks don't really do shit to me. They're like, they're fucking dumb, right? You can flip them over, they just stay there. They're dumb. Uh. I've never liked sharks. Great white sharks are unbelievable. Uh, you know, they're freaks. But killer whales will eat them motherfuckers all day. Killer whales will fucking eat them motherfuckers around. Killer whales are so smart. I think they're as smart as us, or if not smarter. Don't they say that? Don't they say killer whales are smart as us? Uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about the owls, dog. Come on. The fucking owls in my backyard. They say if an owl lands on your roof, you're going to die. 
Well, it landed on my neighbor's roof, and I don't know if he's dead or not. I got to go find out. Um, <clears throat> he had surgery. Apparently, the, the neighbor that lives above me had surgery, and I don't know if it was good or what. But then I come out and find that I come out and find that this fucking owl is on there on his roof. And I'm like, holy fuck, who's this? And uh, so hopefully, hopefully he's all right. That's what they say. They treat owls like a chupacabra and shit. Um, who is Holden Caulfield? Are you the Jason who cooked Cynthia G? I, I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Please, someone tell me. I don't even know what that means. I know you're a fake fuck. I know you're a fucking other cowardly cunt. I don't know even... You can't speak English. Um, you're just trying to... I don't know why. You don't have anything else to do. It's Friday. It's hot. You can go to the beach. I don't know where you live. You probably live with your mom still. You're probably still on the titty. But like, damn. the motherfuckers have anything else to do? And I'm sure this is your fifth account after I've blocked you five other times. Fucking mids plugs or whatever. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, they say owls are witches. Lucy said owls are witches. Um, they call them some shit. I don't know what they call them or whatever, but there's some, they're supposed to be some nasty motherfuckers. I don't know. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, t owls turn into humans, they say. Yeah, well, well, when I see that, Paco, that's when I know we're fucked. Okay? We're fucked, so, you know, it is what it is, so. Oh, really? That's who it was? Shit. All right, Jeremiah, holla at you. Yeah, I know. I heard in Mexico the owls are no joke. I heard that shit. I heard owls are no joke in Mexico. I heard they're like witches, right? What are they called? Bruja or something? Um, anyway, man. You guys got any questions, concerns? I'll put the chat in the... I'll put the uh, link in the chat for you guys. And you guys can call in if you want. Um... Leonero, Lenario, Lenario, Lenero, whatever your name is. Stogie was the literal smartest dog I've ever seen in my entire life. He literally picked your brain. He knew what you were doing. He knew where to beat you to. He knew how to outthink you. He would be ahead of the game. My other dogs I have are retarded. I'm just telling you. So you get some and you lose some. Um, they're not retarded, but they're retarded compared to Stogie. And I'm just telling you. And, and Ash... Is a shown out. He's a, he's shown that he's a, got a little bit of smarts, but he's not. He's not his daddy. Stogie was unbelievably smart. Um, there was never. I've never been around a dog that smart ever. No German Shepherd. No other bully. No other dog. Stogie was unfucking believable. So, um, Hector, what up? Yo, what's good, Coach? Shit, chilling. I won forty and eighty the other day. 
yeah, your, was it your boy Peyton that? I kept him on there. Yeah, he he was he was on the thing. Here's my here's my call for tonight. Here's uh, the betting segment of this show with my great friend Hector. Here is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over there. Use promo code Believe B L E A V. If we win, I'll break Hector off. I'll give him twenty bucks. So uh, here's what it is. Let me see. I'll break down what I got. So DraftKings wise, I'm taking for my fantasy tonight. Here's my lineup for two hundred and. 50k, $25 entry by the way. I got Clay Thompson as my captain. I just think he's got to have a breakout. Um, I think after the parents uh, cussed his kid out or whatever and he's soft and pussified, I think he'll come out. He usually shows up after games, especially when people call him out. So I'm going to bank on him. If he don't have a game tonight, piss on that motherfucking soft bitch ass cat. Clay Thompson is not, I'm going to put him. I'm going to put Steph Curry in their lineup as well. I got Gary Payton second in there. I got Poole. I think Poole is due. I got Marcus Smart and Tatum. I think that's a hell of a DraftKings lineup. Um, if Clay shows out, Poole and Payton can show out. They can show up. I think Marcus Smart's going to have a bigger game today than he did last game. And then I got Tatum, which is still... I think Tatum's going to get his every game, even if he's off. He's going to get his fucking 40, 50 fantasy points. So, I think Jalen Brown had too much of a good two games. I think he's always... He's so inconsistent. I think Jalen Brown will have an off game tonight. Um, I don't want to put Draymond in there, even though I think Draymond will play better tonight. I don't think he's going to be the guy to to bet on. So, I'm not going to bet on them. But I think that lineup's not. I, I like that lineup. My fan duel lineup, shout out to Pat McAfee and the boys. My fan duel lineup goes like this I got um, Clay as my top captain, Curry as my second, Tatum as my third. I got Gary Payton and Marcus Smart rounding it out on fan duel. Obviously, it's only five people on FanDuel, and then they give you the top three MVPs times two, times one and a half, times 1.2. So. I got Thompson, Curry, Tatum. I might switch Tatum and Curry for the 1-2 to the 1.5. Because um, I don't know if Curry is really hurt or not. He's going to play. Um, he's good to go, though. I, I heard earlier that he is fine. So I don't see it. I don't see him struggling with that foot. I think he's going to uh, have a good good game. Um, so, um, so, I don't know. We'll see what's up. Um, but... Uh, Hector, hold up. I'm going to end the show on the audio side. I appreciate everybody coming in on the audio side, Spotify, iTunes, and Apple. I'll see you guys Monday for Merciless Monday. Enjoy the weekend. Head on over to betonline.ag. Get you some bet on. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and tell them I sent you. And I will see you um, on Monday for Merciless Monday. I appreciate you guys. Peace. Transform you in the I hate a storm, Hail Marys, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. Vice, 